Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry, only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands, all hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Support the podcast on Patreon by joining the It's All Cobblers to Me fan club. Every month, you'll receive access to exclusive bonus content, such as our Meet the Staff series, Hear our player interviews before anyone else and be invited to regular meetups. By joining the fan club, you'll be helping us to continue our sponsorship of NTFC women's player Abby Bruin and enable us to keep the podcast and all our other content going to the high standards you expect. To join the fan club, go to patreon.com forward slash cobblers to me. Osman against Brad Jones to put Liverpool out of the cup and not that to three. Hello, welcome to the home of Northampton Town fan content. I'm Charles Commons, and this is It's All Cobblers to Me, the podcast by Northampton fans for Northampton fans. Here with me to discuss the 2-0 win over Gillingham is a man who will be joining me in Manchester on Wednesday for the Football Content Awards, but not in London for the FSA Awards. No, it's Danny Brothers. Hello. Hello. It's awards week. It is. It's awards week. Hashtag awards week. We're here. I was going to say we're here in our ties, but we're not. We've had a discussion about ties. We just had, yeah, I couldn't remember whether I wore a tie last year. To the FSA, I can't remember a lot about that night, which is probably why I've been banned from yeah. the London one this year. So I'm not allowed to go to London, but I'll be joining you in Manchester. Yes, uh, oh, to ready to go. Bit. I'm excited. We're, can we reveal who's on our table, Charles, in Manchester? Because it's exciting. Yes, yeah, go ahead by yeah. all means. Yeah, uh, I don't know what the podcast's called. I can't remember. What's it under under the, kosh. the under the cosh, big John Parkin, big John Parkin, big John Parkin. Can we challenge him to a tug of war? Oh. A Probably not idea. a good idea, actually, is it? No. I mean, <laughs> mm, I, I, have you got any memories of Big John Parkin 
that stand out to you? I, I, I can remember him playing against this for Fleetwood. Yes. There was that time he won a header. Pain in the bum. Yeah. That time he won a header against us. Yeah. That time that he, the time he scored a goal. (laughs) Yeah. Happy memories. Happy memories of Big John. Happy memories. Happy memories. If you're listening, John, we're looking forward to it. We're excited. I'm sure you're listening on your way up or down, wherever you're coming from. Um, I think he must be going uh, across. I think it should be our challenge to get him to sign on for a little cameo at the end of the season. Oh, I see. I, I wonder what I th- on the doll. I don't think he needs to no, do that. <laughs> get, get him in, right? Something different. Yes. Get him in. He could come it. on. He could come on. Kevin Ellison was still us. going, wasn't he? At forty. John Parkinson. Oh, 40. so not. He, oh, you mean you mean to play for? I thought you meant get him on the pod. Oh no! I thought no, we were going to have like in. a conversation with him about all the times he played us. No, I mean, well, we, 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 if in that sense, we're going to have to do our research and come at him with some stats. Yeah, that's true. Um, it's not likely uh, to happen, that is it? Not likely, no. Um, Thirty-six <laughs> likely. goals in sixty-nine games for York in his last stint. There you go. Not bad. Get him in. That's... Yeah, why not? Late in the game, the we're chasing chasing a result. Get him on. Better than Danny Hilton for that. Well, a different something different than he. Danny Hilton, shit, I, I don't John Parkin. John Parkin just barging people out the way. Yeah, okay. Little fair Sammy enough. Hoskins darting in out of nowhere. <laughs> Score his 27th goal of the season mm. to uh, seal promotion. Oh, that'd be lovely. Easy. Dreams yeah. can come true, as Gabriel few drinks, A few drinks down John Parkin, he'll be in. He'll be in. Just yeah, get a contract. Shove a, shove a contract <laughs> under his face. And, uh, <laughs> get him to sign up. Get him in. Brilliant. Who else Brilliant. is on Who else is on that podcast? Is it other, other ex-pros or... Uh, I, I, they have ex pros on, and I think I oh. think John Parkin is the ex pro that is like mm. the regular. I think it's then two other people that are friends. I haven't listened to it for a, a while. I'll be honest. So I'm hoping that he's not listening, as <laughs> you were saying. Um, just don't have time. Don't have time to listen to any mm. any other podcasts. I'm too busy, Danny, making this yeah. one. Yeah. Um, of course, by the time people are listening to this on Tuesday morning, Danny, mm. uh, they will know whether have we whether we have retained our crown uh, mm. as the FSA Club Podcast of the Year, yes uh, or not. As we are recording on a Sunday evening, we don't know yet, so we can't difficult, celebrate or commiserate. Um, difficult to uh, difficult to hold on to them titles, and it's all, all well and good winning it. But retaining it—that's mm. that's that's the hard one. I mean, you didn't see Cobblers 2016 League Two title. Didn't defend that, did we? <laughs> couldn't, couldn't do it. Just pressure got too too much for us. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, obviously, we are incredibly, incredibly proud and uh, thankful for being nominated for both awards. So, regardless of what happens this week, it's going to be a very happy week. And we're going to be, we're just, we're just happy to be there, aren't we, Danny? Happy to oh, be there. I mean, 100%, it does sound like um, a token a thing like, to say. We're but... a bit like Wales at a World Cup. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to come back to bite you. Um, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, I think it is, it is one of them, and it? it's just a bizarre thing that's led, led a, a bizarre thing that's come from the podcast is to, to be able to go and mingle with the great and the good at the um, national awards it's it's ridiculous and uh, we wouldn't be here at all without the people who voted for us so thank you again to everyone who's got us those these swanky nights out that's swanky Indeed. charles it is swanky, swanky. very yes. swanky 
Um, so keep an eye on our social media. We'll send some photos and videos and things yeah. like that. And I'm a sure. Video diary of well, this is my thinking. I, I am thinking of doing a um, a diary of sorts. Last year, of course, Danny, you did an amazing audio diary yeah. for our Patreon supporters. Beat that, which was really good. Um, you met a few famous <laughs> faces. Uh, didn't didn't speak to them on on your audio diary, and no. um, yeah, you had a good time. So a I'll, lovely odd time. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm going to see what I can do. I'll, I'll see if I can remember, basically, because it's difficult, isn't it? When you get into the moment, the one thing that I it, don't yeah. really want to be thinking about is making content. <laughs> I just want to enjoy. Yeah. You might night. remember last year, my audio diary went from just about to go in. I'm just about to go in. Yeah, let's see what happens. And to, oh, we won. <laughs> I'm scoffing a Burger King at the train station. Uh, so, yeah, not not a lot in between. Because it's, it's a great night. It's a good night to enjoy, to to to. To hang out and yeah, really odd that we get to do that, but yeah, take it. I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to be honest with you because um, I I find these events really difficult when, like, we're up for something. When I'm up for something, Um, even when I'm not. Like, I've I've been to um, the British Podcast Awards, for example, for the last two years. And haven't been up for an award. I don't think I even entered anything, to be fair. But haven't been up for an award for either of those times. But even just knowing a couple of people that were nominated for different things, my my heart just just pounds, and I have the, the horrible butterflies. I even um, had a bit of a had a bit of a rough night last night. Danny won't mind sharing this uh rory my my six-week-old son um was up all night basically and uh as dad i felt very very guilty because i can't really do much um you know because we're we're not bottle feeding so i can't really help in that department uh contrary to popular opinion uh and um so therefore i, I just felt guilty and i woke up at about I think I finally got to sleep at about 1am, half one, something like that, and then woke up again at about half two. And just all I could hear was him crying downstairs. So I went downstairs to be supportive, you know, co-parent, basically, and ended up staying up until about half four or five o'clock. I I watched the very first fight of the UFC, basically, (laughs) and uh, then I went back to bed. But then I was up again at the 7am, so I, I had very broken sleep, so... In that broken sleep, I remember thinking, uh, I couldn't get it out of my head, that feeling of like, oh, going to the FSAs on Monday, oh, got to, you know, and it was the whole thing. I was worried about, what if the trains aren't on time, or what if I miss my connection, or whatever, and what if if you you pick up your reward and you're about to leave and have to run for the train (laughs) it's the one thing because this is the thing i know professional athletes will will tell you that you should there's this trick isn't there where you envisage you winning or you doing the thing that you know and, and it's that positive mindset makes it more likely that they will achieve it so for example i don't know a a a hundred meter sprinter um will envisage crossing yeah we'll envisage crossing the line first and then it happens because he's seen it happen time it, it it somehow i suppose quells the nerves maybe or something like that mm. it doesn't do it to me all all it does to me is i sit there getting <laughs> hot sweats going <laughs> yeah, no yeah, don't yeah, think yeah. about it don't think yeah. about it 
That's horrible. Don't do it. But you know what? Yeah, the thing like last year, I was anxious about going into a massive room of people, and I didn't. Obviously, no one else. You had COVID on the day, didn't you? So I was going Mm -hmm. solo, and I was like, "Oh, like no one's going to talk to me. What's going on?" But soon you sit down on the table, you're around what six or eight other people who were football fans, and you just get chatting, and you're chatting like you're there, and you're in it. Then, and it's it's become such a laugh because you've got whoever sat on your table. You're going to come from different podcasts, different areas and walks of life, but one thing that draws you together is football and it's a, it's a beautiful thing to actually be a part of. So I think once you're there, the beer's flowing, you'll be fine. It's a free yeah. bar, I think so. Ooh. Just get topped up with your, your food, yeah. Ooh, Pretty sure it was bar. a free bar, anyway. Pretty sure people just kept coming around with drinks. Or, oh, that's very nice to hear, yeah. Danny. Thank you and, for uh, that. Well, oh, uh, canapes as well. Canapes? Can- canapé action, yeah. I, I'm from the north. Yeah. Is that literally a can of peas but said posh? <laughs> <laughs> the canapé? <laughs> yes, you Charles. Please go and ask them for a can of peas. <laughs> I, I just want them to then turn around and just be like, mushy or garden, sir? <laughs> that would be amazing. Uh, no, I'm really looking forward to it. It's going to be really fun. Obviously, by the time you hear this, then then you'll know what's happened. Then on Wednesday, we're in Manchester uh, for the Football Content Awards, which will be uh, another fantastic event, uh, which will be really good. Oh, one thing I remember from last year, Danny, with the FSAs, you were, the table you were on, because there weren't any other podcasters on there, were they? There were people from there different were, there no, was no. a fanzine wasn't there there's was a fanzine there was um i think there was a podcast but it was maybe oh no there was reporters i think right from okay one of the places and then the other one i think they were from pride in football potentially yes yeah I that think. rings a bell and, and so they, they were, were kind of so yeah i don't think it was direct competition or anything no like that. all they, different kind of, categories and you yeah, were really yeah. worried that you were sat on the losers table because no <laughs> one had won an award yeah basically i sat at the back and no one else on our table had won anything, and all the the winners seem to be coming from the front. So don't get put off by that if you if you're far back. It's, it's, <laughs> but no, it, it's it's going to be two great nights, and um, again, something that the podcast has given us beyond anything that we could have imagined. So yeah, it's going to be fun. Let's just embrace it. Mm, it's going to be fun. Have a good um, old laugh. Let's talk cobblers, shall we? Yes. Come so. On. Chillingham nil, Cobblers two, lovely, lovely old day. Uh, John Brady made two changes to the Cobblers side, which bowed out the FA Cup last week. Less said about that, the better, I think. Uh, Odomeo and McWilliams came in for Haynes and Leonard. And uh, Danny Hilton returned to the squad after his three-match ban. He got a place on the bench, of course. Um, Pretty much the strongest I think we could be, Danny. And happily, we returned from Kent with all three fairly easy points, I'd say. Yeah, it's probably as easy as you can get. I think we we had a bit of anxiety going into it, thinking they've only scored six all season. Um, thinking, oh, they'll definitely score. They'll definitely score. That's the, that's the way it goes with the Cobblers. But I think you were thinking off, that they'd, they'd actually double that tally against yeah, us. Yeah, that'd yeah. be that'd yeah. be the way it would work. <laughs> yeah, um, but I think from the off they just stood off, didn't they? They were they were inviting us on. Um, and just let us play in front of them. That especially the first half, we were just completely comfortable in having the ball and just picking our moments to go and go and open them up. And they didn't help themselves with a couple of mistakes, but we just kept creating chance after chance. I mean, it wasn't peppering their goal, but we had enough chances to think we could have been going in two or three nil up. Mm. Um, but I think just that first half, they were just not attacking us. They're not interested in it. I think that's just the way that Neil Harris has set them up and and what he's got to play with, but. They've got flair players in the likes of um, was it Jordan Green and Hakim Adalukan who are decent mm. players at this level who who can who can use the ball and run with it and create chances. Mikhail Mandran's a decent enough forward. Do you think 
if they get the ball, they're going to run at us. But they just didn't. They just sat off us and we were strolling around the pitch and it felt like they were a, t- a team that were battling relegation. Um, but it just didn't feel like they were in our faces enough for the first mm. half. They did start at the start of the second half a little bit, but I, from what I would want from a team fighting against what they are in a relegation battle, I think um, mm-hmm. you got they've got to look at it like that now. I would want a lot more in terms of pressing and, and getting at us. And I think they just showed us a little bit too, too much respect from the start, but got to take advantage of it, haven't we? Yeah, absolutely. I think, that's nail on the head is we hear it all the time don't we teams giving other teams respect or showing them too much respect as you said and it it definitely felt like that's what Gillingham were doing they were almost I think in a way scared to come at us because they're probably looking at us and they're going right sitting third in the league they're the top scorers in the division oh no, we're in trouble here, so let's not do anything to give them a goal. And yet, that's pretty much exactly what happened for our first. Um, I mean, Sam Hoskins obviously obviously scores it, and it's a great finish, and no denying that. But if we go right back to the very start, it's Scott, uh, sorry, Hoskins actually gives the ball away, doesn't he? It kind of bounces yeah. off his shin almost. Um, but then bounces off the Gillingham player, right back to him. And then it's a lovely, lovely solo goal from that moment on from Hosko. And it's, I I remember thinking when he's got it in the area that he's got it coming in towards the near post. And I'm thinking, you know, he's got to put this across the, across the goal into that bottom right hand corner. And when I see it going up and towards the left, I'm thinking, oh no, but (laughs) the roof of the net explodes, which is lovely. It was a very, very good finish by Sam. And it just shows that regardless of the fact that he had that little bit of a, you know, stint out of the team because of illness and uh, suspension. Well, no, he's got a suspension. We'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, About, you know, he hasn't lost that knack of scoring that he seems to have picked up this season. He's not lost that loving feeling at all, as the odd Sam. Now, as soon as he gets the ball in the air in a position like that, you're expecting him to score. And I think that's the difference now. He gets in these positions that are given to him <laughs> um, with this one. But when he's going through, you just think, oh, that that's good. he's going to hit the target at least. He's going to mm. force a force a goal. Whereas before, we'd be like, oh, he panics too much or he thinks too much. I think one of our criticisms before about him was that he seems to think way too much when he goes through and he doesn't hit it and he overthinks things and blasts balls over and stuff. But he's just, uh, what Brady's got out of him is something else. I mean, he's matched his highest ever tally for us, I think, already this season. He's scored more than double the the goals that Gillingham have in the (laughs) league um, all season. Um, And he's just on fire. Whenever he's he in front is. of the goal, you just think he's gonna he's gonna score, and he's got to get to twenty at least. I think is oh, I think um, you'd expect the last, to now. We, we, he's going to be probably the top scorer for us for many for many oh, years. For, oh, okay, right, yeah, okay. I wonder where you were going then. I was thinking, don't Although, jinx it, Danny. Don't no, jinx got it. Battle of the top two next. Oh no, it's not really a battle of the top two. Not next really. It's the one thing. I mean, he had the he had us an early sighter, didn't he? About mm. thirteen minutes yeah. in, I've got here. He, he, pretty much from the same area, but a bit further out. He takes a snapshot, which mm. I think 
just shows the confidence he's got. He was a good, I'd say, what, 20 yards, 25 yards out when he has that shot. I mean, okay, it ends up being a bit of a P-roller, doesn't it, into, into the keeper's arms. I've heard that for years. But, <laughs> Love that. But <laughs> it, it, it was a sighter. And he, he got it in there early, within the first sort of opening 15 minutes. And it's within the next 15 minutes that he then gets the goal um, and, and sets us off on our way, really. Because at that point... I think for the first half an hour, I think we were still trying, both sides still figuring each other out. Gillingham, as you say, were just allowing us to basically go at us, uh, sorry, go at them. Um, But I think we were kind of, I don't think we were necessarily going all out at that point. But once we went ahead, again, our confidence built and it started to show again. Um, And realistically, if we're going to be judgmental we should have been up already Odomeo had a fantastic opportunity just before that yeah you see I I sort of thought to myself that well any other player (laughs) in that position and that's a goal yeah 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 definitely that it was a a big chance for him wasn't it Um, we'll talk about him in a little bit but um you've had where we we kind of started the game by going at them. I think McWilliams had a chance early on. McWilliams had another chance later on as well. That, um, and we just seemed to be picking them apart, like down the wings and like timing our runs and everything. It just seemed like a training exercise at times that first half. And hmm. I just the the only thing that we were all saying was, we hope it's we've not just wasted chances and um, to let them back in, which we almost did. I think they came out second mm-hmm. half with a bit of Neil Harris ringing in their ears. I'd say. Yeah. Um, and it was that thing of, oh, it's 1-0. Is it going to, oh, if they score, it's going to completely turn the game around. We've missed our chance kind of thing, but but uh, stayed strong and um, came home with it. So, yeah, I think you're right. It was Jordan Green had that effort, wasn't it, that sort of blasted mm. high and wide. But as it was going towards the goal, I was panicking from where yeah, I was yeah. <laughs> watching. Uh, and uh, I was lo- looking at it and going, Lee Burge actually gone for that to make a save? I, I, I was like, oh, did they know it was going wide? That's fine, maybe. But there were signs there for Gillingham, I felt, that it, they had some pace, didn't they, in, that, in their two sort of wider attackers. Um, mm. If they'd have just shown a bit more of a... Uh, a bit more confidence in their own ability. Yeah. They could have they could have given us a lot more trouble than they actually yeah. did, I think. But that's um, the thing like down, when you're down the bottom, we've seen it and we with yeah. with our teams. Like you can have talented players all you like, but the mentality and stuff when you're down it is so hard to get out of it. It's so hard to kind of raise yourself and believe in yourself again. We you talk about Hoskins, when we were down there, he was probably getting a lot of a lot of stick from our fans for, for not having an end product and stuff, but the raw talent is there and we we kind of knew that at the time that was half the frustration with him when you got players that are reasonably talented for Gillingham it's just not happening for a minute I think we caught him at a good time but yes but um because they've had that chance as well haven't they just before we scored that second which was mm. a clear like right in front of Carl put it wide and that's the sort of thing that happens when you're down there you miss that and you, you get killed off it is the only time that that happens is when you're right down at the bottom of the table yeah yeah because it was a dreadful dreadful <laughs> miss Really was. It's the kind of it's the kind of finish that we've been expectant of our strikers in the past to make, isn't it? Really, <laughs> let's be honest. It was it was all was about savage, wasn't it? It, it was. It really, really was. He bashed it. Uh, <laughs> um, 
I want to talk about um, our midfield, central midfield um, trio, if you like. Leonard got dropped for this match. And I think Mm -hmm. uh, we've seen Brady do this before, haven't we? Where I I think it's just a simple case of that Brady clearly didn't think that it was Leonard's type of game playing against a team that he was expecting to be uh, quite physical, I think. And we were going to need to win a a midfield battle more than be allowed to just you know, pick passes wherever we wanted to, which is more of what Leonard is about. Um, So instead, McWilliams comes back in um, to go alongside Ben Fox, who I thought had an absolutely brilliant game. He seemed to be absolutely everywhere, winning the ball. I think it's him that actually wins the ball for the second goal um, that then goes to Pinnock to then go out wide to Hoskins to cross in. he just seemed to be all over the middle of the park and wouldn't let the Jills midfield get any type of control or foot on the ball. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it is. He does a lot of unseen work. Um, what the criticism was a couple of weeks ago, was it Newport, where we just didn't look like we wanted to win the game. Mm. Such a difference here with with Fox on, and we, we knew that's what we are getting when he signed in the summer, but he was he was all over the place. And it's that attitude against a team that you expected to beat, pretty much, uh, to still go into your tackles and still give it everything to to get the points. And he put in a, yeah, it's quality um, for the most part. It was, he had a great afternoon. I think Salby did well as well. I think the, the, the Leonard thing, I think, probably down to the fact that he's been playing all the time. Um, mm-hmm. uh, um, Brady has, put, has said after the game that, Bowie and Leonard are used to just playing every week, every Saturday in no midweeks and stuff like that. So they're still getting up to the pace with of League Two, which is fair enough. Um, and so it's, it'll be good to have him against Bradford, I think, next week because um, we'll be a little bit short now that Hoskins has been has uh, picked up that yellow. Um, oh. bit, what did you but, make yeah, of that yellow card? Oh, it's so silly, so silly because he's you- such a big player for us now as well. That uh, and it's going into a game that is huge in terms of fourth v third um bradford isn't typically not a place we usually get a result from mm. and uh, you know it's, it's going to be a big atmosphere and all that kind of thing we need our best players and you could see as soon as he did it couldn't you that he knows he knew that that was a really really silly one to pick up do, do you think it was fair though because no, i was me what sam was right you know they did try and nick a good sort of five yards from where it had been the foul had been committed and the way the free kick should have been taken from. And all he did, he, all he did was point it out. And it was as if the referee was just, I'm not having any of this straight away. Now, I felt quite sorry for him because he didn't really do anything apart from point and say, <laughs> it needs to go back. Um, if he'd have kicked the ball back, because that's what I thought he was going to do, was was, you know, sort of roll the ball back another couple of yards or whatever, um, or pick it up and move it, or any of that kind of stuff. But he didn't really do that. I suppose the one thing that he's really got booked for, other than basically asking for it to move back, is is for him not retreating away. But it just felt like it was so quick, as if the referee could have given him a couple of seconds to, to move out of the way. The referee could have said, no, it's fine, take it there. Some you know, at that point has the opportunity at least to then move away from the from the ball. And it I don't know whether Sammy's a victim of our overall time wasting that we definitely do, 
because it was noted um, quite early on in the first half, after we'd gone one up, Lee Burge goes to take a, a, a goal kick and he spends forever collecting <laughs> the ball and then placing it you know, on the six-yard box and then taking the goal kick. And I don't know whether I know it's I know it's you know part of the game and it's you know gamesmanship, isn't it? I suppose. But do we really need to do it? And it feels like it's more been more detrimental to us this season. What with Danny Hilton getting sent off, Sam Hoskins now getting suspended for uh, you know for next week's game because he's reached his five yellow card limit. A lot of these yellow cards that we're picking up. Are because of time wasting. Yeah, well, Hilton's wasn't was it? That was, that was that. No, but it's shit out of isn't it? And it essentially, yeah. essentially, it is. Let's be honest. He's trying not. Yeah, because the he's trying to stop the player from playing the ball, isn't he? Against Stevenage. Wasn't that the um, the one where he is half put his arm out and? Well, yeah. Suppose, <laughs> supposedly <laughs> punched the no, guy I- in the face. Yeah. <laughs> It's not. Well, I know you mean with the with the like time wasting thing. That's mm. probably what he did see with Hoskins is that he's trying to complain to waste time as well. And there's probably mm. in his head we're two 0 up. Um, he's probably, the refs probably thinking in his head they're going to do everything they can to time waste here. He's probably seen a couple of things and he's had enough. But uh, you still think if you're on a yellow card, you think and, you, and I think next week's the last time when you can pick one up before it resets, isn't it? So <laughs> of course it is. You can, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, um, and I think Leonard might be on one as well. Oof. So he's got to be careful next week. Um, but yeah, it's it's a shame. But um, but we'll have to cope without him. Poor Sammy. And uh, Andy Cook's got the free reign to try and catch him up. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> That's all I'm uh, saying. Yeah. And then, um, we've got, um, then we've got a week off, so Sam's got about three weeks off now. Yeah, I mean that, that is a good. Maybe thing, Sam just Sam just wanted to watch the World Cup. He just was like, right, I'm getting booked here. <laughs> Let me sit back and watch the World Cup. I I, I highly yeah. doubt that's what he wanted to do. I mean, I'm sure he does want to watch the World Cup, but I doubt. That no, he probably doesn't. To be fair, he's he's disappointed at being left out, and he quite right, quite yeah. right. Um, we mentioned him before. Um, Odomeo coming in at left back. Yeah. That's not his natural position. He is a centre back by trade, but I thought he did really, really well there. Um, seemed to. Never be in doubt. He was never worried, I don't think, by his opposite number. Um, obviously had the chance early on uh, in the game um, mm. to score. I, seems like we might have found, at least for the time being, an option. Yes, yeah, I think it's always been there, just in case. Um, was, Haynes, was Haynes on the bench? He was, bit, yeah, yeah, because and I don't think he's looked massively comfortable the last couple of games, Haynes. So, um, Noddy May has done really well when he's come in um, previously in other positions. He's shown his versatility again. I thought he looked a little bit positionally questionable the first early days, but that's probably understandable. I think with his regular position, I think he really grew into the game and he did well. And again, just to have another option there is is great, especially at the minute. His, his games are going to be coming again after the start of December. It's going to be a mad Christmas time again and going to need everything and successful teams find a way to do it. And that's been Brady's big thing all week, and we we find a way, mm-hmm. we find a way. And and uh, yeah, we've got to hope that we've got a couple more back for next weekend. But uh, yeah, good good on him. Yeah. He did well. 
He did do well. Very, very, very happy um, with how not just him, but the whole team performed on Saturday. Very, very nice to get back to to winning ways. Obviously, we've had a bit of a rough time, haven't we? Yeah, we I noticed. It. I think it was James Hennigan said uh, on Twitter about how stats can be used for all different ways. And at the moment, we can look at it and we can say to ourselves that we are unbeaten in five, which is <laughs> a nice thing, a nice yeah. way of looking at it. Uh, whereas before this win, we were looking at it and going, well, it's not particularly great, is it? We've had one win in five or something like that. Um, or one, I think, did it get to one win in eight? Uh, oh, I'm yeah. including cup competitions with that, I think. But yeah. It's nice to be able to now use it positively. Yes, yeah. I mean, I don't look at it too much in terms of things like that. It gets, it, they can be pulled here, there, and everywhere to make your make your argument, can't they? With um, with stats and stuff, but the you know, the main thing you want the stat to be is to be still be in the top three and still going. That's that's the only thing that matters. And we've got uh, here's a stat. You want one? I've got a stat. Oh, go on then. Yeah, eighteen games last season. Just beat Keith Curls Oldham. Two uh, yeah. one at Sixfields. Do you remember that? We were we were fourth with thirty one points. So now we're was... third with thirty five points. Okay, so good. Doing well, well, this year we'd be fifth if we had thirty one points. All right, there we go. So, uh, oh yeah, or around about there. So yeah, but the, but it shows like when you look at that to to be consistent over those two seasons for John Brady and for what he's had to deal with, especially this season, it's it's decent. Mm-hmm. And like, we moan all we moan a lot about stuff, but. We're still going to go to Gillingham and put in a performance. You can look at it and say, oh, the 23rd, 22nd, they're struggling, um, all that kind of thing. They've had a massive result in midweek and it's it, no, no games are given. We've got, you've got to go in and put in a performance. Like the Newport game, we were like, terrible. Um, mm. So it was just good to see us win and win well, I think, because I was getting a little bit nervous after that <laughs> game that we just didn't want it enough and that we were getting a bit caught up by the injuries and stuff. So... So to go there and get it, go away anywhere in this league and win is decent, isn't it? So it's, I think um, we've, yeah, the fact that we've had, you know, two really good results against the two teams that are above us. Obviously, the draw away at Leighton Orient with ten men, of course, and then beating Stevenage. Yeah. That's that's good. The disappointment comes, doesn't it, with the fact that we've lost out two sides that we deem as being lesser uh, than. Orient and Stevenage because of where they are in the league table. Whereas if we'd maybe lost the games against Leighton Orient and Stevenage but won the others, maybe yeah, yeah. we wouldn't be feeling the way that we do, despite being exactly in the same position as we find ourselves now anyway. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? But like you look at it and Stevenage have struggled to get a one nil win over Keith Curls Hartlepool. At the weekend, they're probably looking at that, thinking, "Oh, we got out of jail there. Is it is all are all things well? All that kind of stuff." Late Orient had had a couple of results the last few weeks where they've lost, and it's going to happen. And it's just about keeping it keeping it going. And we you know, we needed to see something yesterday. I needed to see like the application, but matched with with like the desire and stuff like that. And I think we we saw it, and it's it's good timing because we can go to Bradford and get a point even. Go into that break, recover, just recuperate. It gets these injuries sorted out because it's it's so hard on on John Brady and the the team. There's players going out there ill. There's players going out there with you no know, injuries, a little bit niggles and all that kind of thing, and tired and whatever. And 
it's good. That's, we need to sort it out. We need a couple of weeks where we can just. <laughs> it's probably good that we've gone out of the cup in some ways because we can just recover a little bit and come back as if. And what do, what do you think we should do in two weeks? Need a little team bonding session as well. I think you want to have weeks. Yeah, little, kind of maybe a trip to the uh, center what, parks. No, no, you don't want to go too far, <laughs> Daddy. You don't want to go too far. I was there's thinking one nearby, there's there's a white water rapid thing, isn't there? Oh yes, down yeah, Bedford there is. Road. Yeah, didn't Gary Johnson um, take him there once? Maybe, sure? yeah. I mean, maybe let's not do what they he did then. <laughs> um, but I mean, John Brady likes a bit of um, a bit of like army camp esque oh, does stuff, he? doesn't he? he they oh, they he? took a well last last year in pre season they went to an army training camp, didn't they? Oh yes, and this yeah, year yeah. they took an army guy with them, an army trainer type guy with them to Scotland for their pre-season, um, I was going to say tour, it wasn't a tour, pre-season training camp. Um, <laughs> so uh, imagine a, a tour of Scotland and here is Loch Ness. Um, <laughs> yes. Uh, so maybe he'll take them to the, the, the TA centre. Is there a TA in, must be a territorial army centre in Northampton, mustn't there? Yeah, um, somewhere. Um, take them there for a, a rousing day of team bonding. Team bonding. Yeah. Either that or yes. just take them to Cineworld and get them to go and watch a, a, a new Marvel film or something. Just get <laughs> just get a bit of bonding going on. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure there'll be plenty looks. of golf played by the uh, by social media um, and all that kind of thing. But we've got, yeah, it's a tricky old December again, isn't it? With, yeah, it's, um, games can thick and fast. And it's, it's going to come up to halfway point of the season and it starts to get exciting and, and all that. It's a lovely old time. It is. Time it to is be alive. Be we don't, don't need the World <laughs> Cup, Charles, to keep us entertained, do we? Well, it depends whether we win it or not, Danny. No. <laughs> Just no. Okay, no. fair enough. <laughs> there you go. Danny's mast has been this is why we're not. This is why we're not doing it's all World Cup to me because... I'll I just be sat there grumpy all the time. Yeah, you are you are feeling it. very grumpy about this world. I'm very grumpy. Yeah. Very grumpy. Um, we ask for your three-word reviews on Twitter after every game, and this week um, I've picked out Rita Caterer. Go on, Rita. Brilliant name. Um, she went with Needed That Win. Yes. And I couldn't agree more. We did. We did. Um, I was very, very close to also including or choosing uh, Matt Jill's in the Blood. TV, <laughs> yeah. Uh, he put, "We were shit." <laughs> <laughs> I love that you got involved, though. To be fair, I do. Well yeah, it's, it's lovely when you get the opposition guys involved. It's brilliant. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's lovely. Make sure to follow us at Cobblers to me on Twitter to join in after the full time whistle of every Cobblers game. Uh, it's post bag time. It's time to read your letters out But things have changed, so listen out If you want to write about Northampton Town You'll need to write this next bit down Just have a rant, or just some fun At podcast at cobblerstome.com No matter if we lose or win Send us your thoughts. Come on, get them in. Yes, you can get in touch with us however you would like, but mostly by email. Just email 
podcast at cobblers2me.com or find us on Twitter at cobblers2me and we're also on Facebook with exactly the same at cobblers2me handle. Uh, this week, I've got a few. Um, I'm going to start with this one because it follows on nicely from the discussion we've just been having, Danny. It's from mm. Andy Durant, who I believe at the time of recording, it's been his birthday. Oh, so, uh, happy birthday, Andy. Happy birthday, Andy. Happy birthday. He says, how good do you think we can be when we finally have a full-strength squad to choose from? And I'm just going to caveat this with, basically, well, that also means once we've replaced Josh Eppier with a player that can actually play. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Josh Eppier. Will we ever Poor see him again? Josh. Will we see him? When will we see you <laughs> again? Oh, come on, Josh. Get him in. Get him in there. Come, Come on. on. Come um, on. How good do you think we can be when we finally have a full-strength squad? Very, very good. It'd be great, wouldn't it, if we turned up and everyone was fit. For once, yes. Ready to go. <laughs> I mean, maybe by the time the playoffs come around. <laughs> I, uh, I still think, um, though, that we are a striker short. Yeah, and I know I that do. sounds yeah, daft, yeah. but we are a, we're a goal scorer short. Yeah, it's in bizarre. The striking, we're the in top the scorers department. in the league. but I, I know, yeah. but... It's it's weird how how much we would feel, or how better we would feel, if yeah. we had, you know, our equivalent of Andy Cook, yeah, a Paddy Madden, a Paddy, yeah, someone someone that was regularly putting the goals in the ball in the back of the net, scoring the goals like Sam Hoskins is, but because but because Hoskins is a not a striker, he's he's you know he's an attacker, but he's out wide. Um, and B, he's not someone that has been known to be prolific, and this is basically an anomaly <laughs> at the moment. Um, a very happy anom- anomaly, by the way. Um, Samuel Tobias anomaly. Yeah, yeah. I think I think I'm worried. I think we're all worried that well, what happens when the goals dry up for Sam? At that yeah. point, it feels like well, who's going to score them? Yeah, I feel like in January it would be great if we could just get. Get one in. It's hard with with strikers in January, particularly, but because you're not going to sign someone who's been really, really prolific, are you? Because obviously, staying with whoever is with, um, it'll more than likely be someone from like a loan. But we've we've got a decent record of loans the last couple of years. Mm. So if we can go and find another gem that can just take us that next level and make sure we finish in that top three, that'd be good. Like a Callum Morton's type. I think what we really need to look at as a blueprint for January transfer window this year is January 2016. Because James Collins, yes, he was alone. He was alone? But he wasn't. No one else with him. (laughs) He was alone, wasn't he, from Luton? Yes. Uh, He wasn't a youngster, though. He was a known. No, he definitely wasn't. He was a known goal scorer. He was a known goal scorer. He was uh, for that level. He was. Yeah. He was coming in. You thought, yeah, guaranteed goals. He bolstered properly. Bolstered oh, he did, that yeah. attack, that didn't he? So he, Dominic Calvert Lewin went back, didn't he, to Sheffield United? Um, yeah. in the January, um, Collins came in. Did Marquis come in as well in the January? I think signed John, came back in in the January. Stone John. Yeah, I'm sure he did. Stone John. No, John Marquis. Signed John, no, John Marquis um, was a little bit after January, I think. I was it? I'm not sure how that happened, but... Okay. Yeah. But, but he was uh, definitely in that second half of the season. So there was yeah, two strikers yeah. that we got in. Yeah, Lee Martin um, as well came in. Oh, crikey. Yeah. 
maybe don't go the whole blueprint. <laughs> Luke Prosser, he came in as well. Hey, now I quite rated Luke Prosser at the time. I thought he did very, very well for us. I was a bit disappointed mm. when we didn't keep him. Um, but hey ho, you know, hindsight and all, <laughs> probably a good job we didn't. Uh, but yeah, um, so I, I do think that if we could get it, and, and I think we're in a good position to be able to attract players. And I, I think that's the thing. It's not just about us being being full strength in terms of um, the illnesses and, and, and injuries and suspensions being done and dusted. It's also, you look at where we are in the league table, we are going for promotion. Players will want to come to us simply because they'll want a promotion. Um, mm. So, you know, we are maybe a bit more likely to go and get, you know, a player who isn't just a youth teamer from a Premier League side. Yeah, yeah. But you, you want someone, you you want, you, if you're in this position, you're either in the top three or in the bottom two where people want to be a hero, aren't you? Like if you're in the bottom two, you're almost more likely to get a decent enough forward a striker in than you if you're in 15th or 16th oh yeah because okay they, yes I see yeah, that maybe because if because they want to make themselves a hero and if they, if they score a load of goals keep someone up then they're, they're in the spotlight more than they are if they're in mid table yeah. sort of burrowing away but being in the top three we're, we're likely to still be up in in and around the top seven at least I think come January and if we sell it to a to a player we've got such a good record of bringing players on young players as well that there's no reason why we can't go and get an out-and-out striker that's something a little bit different. Like I was saying with Big John Parkin. Get him, <laughs> get him in. Get him in. Get him in. Um, and just, oh. yeah, it would just it'd be good to have another option, I think, up there, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, especially seeing as we're, we're... It feels like we're light up there because, I mean, essentially, at the minute, we're starting with uh, Kieran Barry, aren't we? Who I didn't really see as being a... A striker as a false, as a lone false, striker when yeah, he first came in, yeah, and, and so it worries me a bit that we don't seem to have the out and out striker because mm. I wouldn't say Apare is, and I wouldn't say Hilton the way he's been playing. I wouldn't say either of them are out and out strikers. They, you know, Apare does a lot of a lot of running the running around and and trying to win the ball and close players down, but doesn't seem to be the man that's going to get into the box to, you know, tap in from across or anything like that. He seems to be a player that will, if he's going to score, will probably make it himself. Um, and Hilton just nice. doesn't but- seem to be close enough to the goal at any point. He, he seems more up for having a battle with a defender than he does about <laughs> scoring, which is really annoying. But anyway. Yeah. Mm. In. But it shows how well we're done again without one, doesn't it? That's, yes, but, um, yeah. That uh, yeah, we're seven points off the top, and we're comfortably in the top three. With after eighteen games, it's without an out-and-out striker scoring loads of goals for us. Then it's exciting to see what could happen. Indeed, and don't forget, uh, fifteen points um, before yeah. we're definitely not going down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we've only lost three games, so in theory, we can lose another twelve as well. Remember <laughs> uh, to earn a playoff <laughs> to earn a playoff place. So. Oh, brilliant! Absolutely <laughs> love it. Uh, I've got another one here for you, Danny. Uh, this is from um, this is from Cobbler Kev. Go on, Cobbler uh, Kev. Hi, Kev. Uh, he said this is one for Neil, but Neil's not here, um, Neil? so we'll do our best. Um, he says, if there was a cobbler's version of I'm a celebrity, get me out of here, mm-hmm. what 12 people associated to the club would you like to see go in there? Um, he's got a few 
that he'd like to offer as starters. Um, I'd, I'd, so here we go. Uh, John Joe O'Toole. Get yes. him in there. Yeah. Alan McCormack. Yeah. Definitely in there. Hildeberto Pereira. Yes. Absolutely get him in there. <laughs> absolutely get him in there. Tear it up. Ash Taylor. <laughs> yeah. And, <laughs> I've left this one till last. Uh, I might bleep it out. David Cardoza. Oh, bloody hell, controversial. Controversial. Um, Cardoza in there? Immediately, Cardoza is the Matt Hancock of this Cobbler's <laughs> Celebrity Jungle. It absolutely is. Yeah, he'd be the one coming in late. He'd build himself a little treehouse with all the all the stars that they got, all the money that they earn, or whatever they're doing. How does it work these days? I don't know. He'd be, um, be apologising really, really lamely. Yeah. Oh, I, f- I fell in love <laughs> with money. <laughs> yeah. I've not actually watched any of this jungle, um, despite... No, despite Jill Scott being in there, who is... I, I, yeah, um, I'd, I'd forgotten yeah. that she was in there, yeah. Oh, yes. Chris Moyles is in there, my radio hero, so the, mm-hmm. I, was, I was thinking I might watch it just because of him, but no, I, I haven't watch been it. able to... It's too long dare. for me. It's, the, the programs are too long. I can't, I can't okay. sit down and watch that. Also, uh, it's I'm a celebrity. Get me out of it. Yeah, that, that, sure. it's very true. Um, yeah. Before we before we actually name who any others that you'd like to put in there, Danny, have you ever <laughs> seen the Australian version? There's clips on YouTube of the the Anton Deck of the Australian version, which is a, a male and a female. Um, I think they're both comedians, and right. uh, it is very very good. The way that right. they introduce each other. It's hilarious. So, you should look it up. So we send our celebrities to Australia, right? Yes. Do they send their celebrities <laughs> to like Rochdale or something? <laughs> where, where, where are they? they? I mean, you, you definitely, I think they're in the same place in Australia. Is there, oh, is there, is there any neighbours actresses or actors in there? I don't know. I, 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 I do Gotta not know. be, surely. Um, Carl Kennedy in there? That would be great. Oh, I'd watch that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You and me, we'd watch that. Yeah. Um, um, what was I going to say? Who else is going in there for yeah. uh, Cobblers Related? Um, well, if Hildeberto is in there, then we've got to include Ishmael de Montagnac. He's got to go Oh, in. of course. Yeah. That'd um, be brilliant. Yeah, get Abby Bruin in there, Charles. Get her in. What's Abby done to deserve this? I'm not thinking it would be fun. <laughs> oh, okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, fair enough. Uh, Wendy, <laughs> Wendy from the club shop. Wendy on. from the club shop. Oh, yeah. in that case, Mort's has got to go in. Surely. Oh, Mort, yeah. Adam Morton is a shoe in to win for winning. It would be the, yeah, be the yeah, odds, exactly. in, odds on favourite. Imagine the, the meeting of minds: Adam, Adam Morton and David Cardoza after all these years. Um, Eric Sabin's got to go. Oh, yeah. yeah. You kind of need because yeah. I mean. Like we've established, I don't watch it. I don't really know what, how it works, but it does seem to be like there's always. I think there's three reasons people go into the jungle, right? Yeah. One is that they're trying to sell something, you know, that they've got coming out, whether it be a new album, new book, or whatever <laughs> it is, right? So Ash Taylor just- is di- Ash difficult second album is sh- struggling to shift. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of which. Um, what's his oh. face? Speaking of albums, oh. um, John who is it? The no Mullet Man. Mullet Man. Mullet not, who's in a band. Not McGregor. <laughs> not Paul McGregor. Yes. Paul McGregor. How get dare him in you there. swear on this podcast, Danny Brothers? <laughs> get, get out. In. Get him in there. Paul get McGregor. him in there. Um, oh, that would be funny. Yeah, sorry. 
Yeah, selling something. Yeah, selling something. Um, need, needs the money, Cardoza. Needs the money, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Or trying to rekindle a, a, <laughs> a, a, a either a, a, a career gone sour or, yeah. you know, basically Matt Hancock trying to yeah. reestablish himself as being somebody that's a good guy rather than a complete yeah. and utter. Yes. Yes. Um, um, they, have, mm. they start off by throwing himself out of a plane, right? I think at the start. I, I think. I think. Yeah. I think. I, I know that Chris Moyles and there was a girl from Love Island who had to be. Um, I say eject. She had to leave after one day on oh. under doctor's orders. I don't know why. Don't know what. I don't know any more of that. But those two, they jumped out of a. I think out of a plane and did a skydive. Yeah. Uh, and they were the first two people there. Um, um. I couldn't do that. No, um, if we if we're talking about throwing people out of planes, then Gary Johnson should go in <laughs> for sure, um, along with AD Boothwood, maybe strapped together. Oh um, come on! Just just, <laughs> just drop them on a different island somewhere. I mean, I I know that yeah. AD Boothwood did, you know. <laughs> at the end of the day, no, you know, he he's committed an, a he's crime, an idiot, Charles. and he did ruin no, it. He did ruin it. He but does it. he really deserve to be strapped to Gary Johnson? Is he that yes. bad? Yeah, they deserve each other. Okay, right, fair enough. Um, Terry Fenwick. Oh, oh, like that. I mean, compared to some of these other, Terry Fenwick looks like a saint, but... I was going to um, say, I mean, bless him. The only thing that he did wrong was never win a game for us <laughs> in seven. Uh, <laughs> oh, and signed... Who did he sign from Spurs? Oh, Andy Turner. Andy Turner. Uh, <laughs> Worst left winger in history. Yeah. Isn't he? Um, I mean, surely Bayo's got to go in. He nearly went into the real one, didn't he? Uh, yeah, allegedly so. Yeah. He'll, he'll, he'll always need something to sell. Old Bayo, he's, he's always got something going on there. Um, but there, uh, I think we've got twelve, haven't we? Yeah, we've got yeah, twelve there. Let us know who more. you'd put in the jungle. That'd be great. Yeah. Get us on Twitter at Cobblers to me. Uh, that'd be lovely. Um, if you've got an opinion or a question for us, then do send them our way at uh, Cobblers to me on Twitter or podcast at Cobblers to me dot com is our email address. Uh, right, Danny. Mm. I know you're going to enjoy this bit. It's cool. going to be fantastic. Um, NTFC women. Yes. Fresh, Reinstate it. Free, <laughs> fresh from their win over Lincoln City in the yeah. FAWNL plate, plate uh, at Sixfields last weekend. Uh, they were reinstated into the FA Cup after yes. Lincoln United fielded an ineligible player. Um, and so they took on a team called... Dronfields, Droners, the Droners, like the it. Droners, in- as they're famously known. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that we've just named them. Uh, in what turns out to be uh, Josh Oldfield's one hundredth game in charge of NTFC yes. women. Incredible. Excellent. Shall we find out from our good friend James Wiles what happened? Let's find out. Come on. Northampton Town women progressed to the second round of the Vitality Women's FA Cup with a 6-2 win at home to Dromfield Town on Sunday afternoon. It took just 15 seconds for Northampton to open the scoring, Abby Rebel running through on goal and finding the bottom corner with a composed finish. Kim Farrow converted Alex Dick's layoff from close range to double the Cobblers' lead five minutes later. And it was three within a minute, Dick's finding the top corner with a great strike to mark her 50th first-team appearance with a goal. Despite Northampton's dominance, the visitors pulled a goal back before the break and added a second from the penalty spot shortly after the restart. But the Dromfield fight back was put to an end before the hour, Rebel getting in behind and slotting past the keeper at the near post for her second. Farrow also made it a brace for herself soon after, turning Abby Bruins low cross home at the far post. And Gracie Williams got on the short score sheet late on, arriving at the back post to tap in from fellow sub Mia Richards' ball across goal. 
There's more cup action for Josh Oldfield and Liam Williams' side next week. They host Bobra at St. Michael's in the Northamptonshire FA Women's Cup second round. The side they knocked out of the competition with a 7-0 win last season. Lovely stuff. Thank you very much, James. All the cups. All the cups. Love a good cup. November does seem to be cup month. Yes, cup month. Which is good. Well, cup. cup. Love a cup. Love a plate. plate. Love a plate. A plate or a cup? Um, what, what preference? Yeah, preference. Plate or uh, cup? It depends which one we go out of first. And nah. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> uh, I enjoyed uh, following the match today on via Twitter and also by uh, one of our patrons, Gareth, who um, went along to the game. Um, I enjoyed it because... The first I knew was that Gareth sent a message on the Slack, which uh, patreon.com forward slash cobbles to me to join. Uh, if you do that, by the way, uh, then you'll also get access to The Basement Tales, which is uh, an extra podcast episode out every single Monday that myself and Danny do, looking at the rest of the League 2 results from the weekend. It's a cracking listen. You should definitely sign up for £5 a month at patreon.com forward slash cobblers to me. Um, but Gareth put on the slack. Um, oh, it's 1-0. Kim Farrow has scored. And I was like, oh, brilliant. It's a good start. That is lovely. And then immediately afterwards, he said, and it's 2 And I was like, oh, brilliant. And at that point, I went onto Twitter and I was just scrolling through. An NTFC women's Twitter account said it was 3-0. And I was like, oh, that's that's odd. Went back to Gareth and I said, have you missed one, mate? (laughs) They say, yeah, the the club are saying it's 3-0. And he went, oh, really? Hang on a minute. And he looked up and he went, oh, yeah, we were still in the car at 15 seconds. (laughs) Was that to do with the, the kickoff time? Because I think we thought it was one thirty last week, didn't we? And I think it was so. It, changed or, or yeah, yeah, changed to one o'clock. Lots of changing this. I, I think clearly probably. Dronfield thought it was one o'clock as well. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Start late, mate. One of the things that I love was that I heard Gareth say, um, or Gareth said that he heard rather the Dronfield manager say to his team there was a, <laughs> there was a bit of a break for an injury when they were three 0 down, uh, and the manager just said to his players. Come on, you're a lot better than this. You're a lot better than this. Gareth, Gareth, and Gareth just put. I whispered silently. No, you're not. <laughs> Very I enjoyed harsh. that. That was almost a curse because then they come back into it a little bit, didn't they? They did. Yeah, that come was on, a Gareth, thing. You're no half, better than that. The half time, either side of half time, seemed to be a little bit of a wobble, but we soon got back into it. And great to see uh, Abby Bruin getting a, getting an assist. Yeah, she's that assisting a lot she, this, these days. Abby, and, uh, Abby yeah. Rebel, Rebel, Rebel with two goals. Exactly. I mean, Kim Kim Farrow, who I thought had a really good game when she came on last weekend, um, in with the goals, getting a brace herself, could have had a hat trick, I believe, as well. Yes. Um, but Abby Rebel stole it from her. <laughs> <laughs> Naughty. Um, but there we go. Um, and Alex Dix got a goal again. Uh, that's her fiftieth appearance yeah. for the Cobblers um, today. Oh, and then Gracie Williams. Got the the sixth goal, which is really good to see. And as we heard from James, next week uh, it's Bogbrook in the Northant Senior Cup uh, next Sunday. So keep an eye out at NTFC Women on Twitter. Um, they will tell you exactly what time and where that will be happening. Um, but I did ask James whether he'd noticed Danny uh, whether there was any extra people there mm. at Harpole today, 
after last week's record attendance of 1,011 at Sixfields. And he said that while he didn't feel that there was necessarily any more people there in terms of numbers, there were a lot of new faces down there, which is, is lovely to hear. That is great. So um, I'm really you know pleased what, Charles, that it's working well. out. Mm, go Sorry. On. Um, after this cup game with Bugbrook, home mm. game in two weeks' time against Doncaster Bells. Oh, that's a big one. That is, that is a big, a big one. Because, of course, Doncaster Bells should really be in the WSL, shouldn't they? they yeah, were, they should. Yeah. They were a, rejected, weren't they? Or ejected yeah, was, to make way for Man United, rid- I believe. Man City. Man City. Man City. Oh, it's even worse. Situation. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's um, Yeah, ridiculous. But, um, but yeah, suddenly on the same level as them. And I think they're third and that'll be, that'll be a cracker done at Harpole. Get down there. See that one. Absolutely. Um, honestly... If you've not watched NTFC women play, you really should because it's a cracking, cracking game of football. Um, I, th- I really do think they deserve our support. And I mean, we, we've banged on about it for four years now and we're going to keep banging on about it because they're brilliant and they deserve all of our support. Absolutely every single and, one um, of them. Team talk out now, Charles, which was excellently done yourself oh, thank you very much yes if you've missed it we do a uh, an extra episode every month called team talk which is dedicated uh, to the women's team um yeah it's out now go and have you a listen had a lovely old day didn't you it is i enjoyed it i enjoyed it tremendously and amelia loved it as well um amelia good. liked it just as much as going to watch the men's team um so yeah fabulous day all around i think um right Danny, that's it. Yes. Already? Already. Just about to have fun. Flown, hasn't it? Flown. Um, Look out for the preview show on Friday. Me and Danny will be back looking ahead to the Cobblers trip to Yorkshire with a Bradford Mm. City fan. Um, Thanks for listening to It's All Cobblers to Me. You can get more from us on cobblerstome.com. Thank you very much for joining me, Danny. It's all right. Let's Let's go and have some swanky nights out. Yes, swank oh, it. Let's go. We'll report back. We'll do a do a blind date. We'll report back oh. next week to, to how it's gone. Come on down. <laughs> that's a different. That's not blind. It's a different one. That was Price is Right, I think. <laughs> uh, surprise, surprise. No, that's wrong as well. Uh, we'll see you on Friday for the preview show, everyone. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. See you later. Way, there's the cup. There's the pictures you'll see on tomorrow's back pages. The Cobblers are going through into Division 1. Bring them on because we deserve it. Sports Social Podcast Network. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus.